1: everyone and welcome to Future Tech podcast. I'm your host Juliette Lamar. I have with us joining us today Peter Grant. He is the CEO and founder at Safesight Solutions. Welcome Peter.
0: Hello Juliet, thank you very much for having me.
1: Absolutely. I'm very intrigued by, by your company so why don't you give us a little insight into Safesight?
0: Sure uh, so at its core Safesite is our mission is to really reduce the workplace injuries and incidents in high risk environments. Uh, And we do that primarily through uh, the SafeSite uh, safety management platform, which not only facilitates, you know, the minimum compliance activities mandated by OSHA within these high-risk environments, but it also allows us to deliver engagement uh, strategies and uh, access every single worker's uh, workflow of activity throughout the day to insert as much safety activity and as much safety engagement as as possible back into. Uh, the, the the safety culture of the company. And so we do that through our mobile app that's used out in the field uh, to complete safety activities and our desktop platform, which uh, allows managers to use safety compliance, uh, customize and export safety reports, but also initiate safety campaigns which drive that engagement down at the at the front line. Uh, and very I guess cool. to expand upon that, yeah, I guess to expand upon that a little bit more we we also you know our business model is not just providing the the solution to the industry we're really you know we've we've been very creative in the ways that we look at uh deploying our platform to these uh to these companies. We understand that uh safety can be a necessary evil and it's not always um doesn't always have a budget that's allocated towards it. But there is always workers' compensation insurance, which is mandated and and which is a cost to these companies, particularly if they have a lot of incidents. And so we actually, we are an underwriter of workers' compensation insurance, and we bundle the safety technology with those policies so customers can actually, uh, when they engage in the platform and when they demonstrate um, within the insurance relationship that they are on top of their safety, they have a strong safety culture, they can actually reduce their workers' compensation uh, costs.
1: And I believe that you have have listed here that you can also bring down incidents by up to 57%.
0: Yeah, that's right. So we're we're very proud of that. Um, The incident frequency rate uh, is is obviously something that insurers look at, that employers look at, and everyone really should be aware of, particularly in the safety and risk environments. Uh, 57%, uh, we had a third-party actuarial study uh, completed on 3 million man-hours worked underneath the safe site uh, platform, obviously controlling for activities and risk of activities, and we were able to demonstrate a fifty seven percent reduction in incident frequency and we're very proud of that
1: i mean that's that's amazing it's a really, really strong number. Um, let's jump into you know some of the the really intricate features of the app that you would use in the field and the stuff that you would use in the in the office, kind of giving us you know a little breakdown.
0: Sure, absolutely, and I guess for us it's always a balance between you know the latest technologies that are available to our space. There's a lot of IoT um, devices and wearable devices that can deliver really fantastic information about workplace risk and uh, you know the, the 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 safety profile of an individual. Uh, but we're also aware that the industry is not necessarily ready for that technology to be deployed, and so and, and not necessarily ready to pay for it yet, even under an insurance policy that might subsidize it. So we're very aware to pace out the technology to our customers, and we want to make sure that we're growing in terms of technical capability with the industry and not necessarily reaching too far ahead um, to isolate them or you know, to a point where they're not going to pay for it or um, accept it within their culture. So I guess to talk specifically about you know how how our customers interact with the Safesight platform. As I mentioned, they enter their safety compliance activity into the mobile application, and that's something as simple as a safety observation, whether it's positive or negative. We capture a photo. Um, in the, you can load up a photo from your comp- your, your your phone's library. Uh, they they tag the photo and they can mark up that photo, and that goes into the 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 platform. And in real time, it can be viewed by safety managers you know at the head office or at the regional office so they can see in real time what sort of hazards and what sort of inspections and what sort of equipment are giving them problem and over time you start to get some uh, some trends in terms of which areas are most risky which types of hazards are presenting themselves uh, at, at, at the administration level or regional level and so interacting with the mobile app the uh, worker will also receive Notifications based off activities that they're responsible for, or hazards that they need to close out, or inspections that they're expected to complete within that within that week. And so, when the the the, the teams go out and start work for the day, they open up the SafeSide app, and it'll it'll show them action cards for what they have to um, what they're expected to complete. Um, and it's as simple as clicking on that action card, completing the safety activity, and then um, those reports are then reviewed. And so, in the background, we're obviously, you know, we're looking at all of this information, and we run an algorithm on top of all of this safety data that's collected out in the field. The algorithm is geared towards developing a real, really strong understanding of the safety culture and safety engagement within that team. We want to boil that down to an individual score for the company, right? So an A, B, C, or D. So it's really easy to track what your score, what your company's culture is at, um, without having to digest, you know all of this information across your entire enterprise. And so to develop that score, we look at things like, you know, how long is a hazard open? Um, you know, how many people were involved in the closure of that hazard? If you're showing good communication with the subcontractors or with your general contractor or other, other teams on the, on, the, on the project, that's a really good indication of strong safety communication and that positive, positively influences the score. Uh, and if you're raising hazards and observations off the top of an inspection rather than just pencil whipping it, that's a really good indication of, um, you know, people taking safety seriously. And so those types of it, it's really hard to gamify the system because the more hazards you raise, the 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 more your, your safety score can increase because it just demonstrates that you are on top of that um, in terms of safety. And that, you know, when you look at the philosophy of risk management and incident reduction, it's not. You know, just meeting compliance. It's really the engagement and getting people to think about completing tasks in the safest possible manner and not cutting corners between those mandated safety activities and compliance. And so everything we boil up to that site risk score uh, allows us to give that, um, allows us to have leading indicators on the risk profile of a company. And at Site, we actually have safety coaches that work with every single company to both. Uh, you know, onboard the company, and um, you know, resource any training materials or uh, materials they may may need to onboard into the SafeSite framework. Uh, but they also help the you know the the relevant uh, administrator interpret the safe Site score and interpret the data that's coming through, and then help them work on a safety success plan to improve the engagement within that organization as well. So. I hope that gives you a summary of, you know, a lot of the interactions with different um, parts of not only the software, but the safe site service as well.
1: Absolutely. And I, and I feel like it's, it's got a very easy to use platform. And when people are out, you know, in the workplace, in these high risk workplaces, the last thing they want to have to be worrying about is how they're getting their data, how they're logging their activities and all that. And it, from what I can see here online, the platform looks really simple. And it looks like it's something that you can do and not have to be worried about, you know, the learning curve or anything. It could just be very simple, very easy to use for these people.
0: Yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. I mean, we're very, very aware of not only the work environments, uh, but also, you know, the, your, your, your typical user um, out in the field, they, they don't necessarily have time to pull out their phone and use applications and they're not always the most tech savvy, let's face it. Um, and so, uh-huh. you know, I'm, I've got a construction background. Um, I'm, I've worked in these environments. Um, my, a lot of my team has worked in these environments, and we really understand this environment and what type of user interface is going to be most successful um, as well. So, yeah, we spend a lot of time for, in the mobile application making it simple um, and intuitive and easy to use. But then, obviously, that comes at the expense of functionality. So, as you step through three different user types, we've got field light, uh, field pro, and then administrator. Um, and as you step through those different user types, you expect more functionality, and obviously comes with that comes a little bit more complexity of uh, the interface and the application to the point where that they can get any of the information or the trend lines or the leading indicators that they need.
1: And that is that is fantastic. So yeah, give us a little bit of more insight into your background and and kind of what brought you to to found this company.
0: Sure. So I uh, as I mentioned, my background is construction. I was a civil engineer. Uh, working in uh, commercial construction project management back in Australia, um, working on a lot of uh, large buildings. Uh, I did some uh, civil infra- infrastructure projects as well. Uh, and we were a tier one company, and uh, we were still having a lot of injuries and unfortunately some deaths in the workplace, which um, really stick with you. And, uh, you know, that was compounded by the fact that one of my good friends was also killed in an, unfortunately in a workplace accident. And so we, you know, Looking around at these environments, we've got all the resources in the world, um, and we've got safety processes that are there, but they're paper-based, they're ineffective, they're inefficient, and. Frankly, they're not working. Every single injury or or death in these environments is completely preventable if the right systems and processes are followed. Uh, and so we saw... At, at the time, this is about four, four years ago, we saw uh, that iPads and iPad minis were becoming a lot more uh, prevalent um, within these environments. And so we saw the opportunity to actually... Uh, develop what at that time we thought was just going to be a simple inspection application uh, to help help teams complete their safety inspections on a weekly basis and notify relevant parties. That was about it. And it, it really took off on the projects that I was in uh, and the local company. It allowed us to really dive deeper into the market, the industry, and realize that we have an opportunity to make a business here that makes a real difference. And this was, this was back in Australia still. And we, uh, we were accepted into an accelerator there, which exposed us to You know, how how, you know the international markets, the US market, and they really educate us on how we can really grow this company. And we always wanted to be in the US market. We found that without any marketing over here, about 80% of our downloads were coming from the US. Uh, And over here, it's much more aggressive culture in terms of technology adoption. There's a lot more first to market movers and a lot more competition, frankly. Um, And so we decided very early on that the US. Marketplaces where we want to be focusing our activities, and we've been here for about three years. Um, we've got three and a half thousand companies on platform now, using it every day to inc- improve their compliance activities, but m- more importantly, reduce their frequency of incidents.
1: Uh, that's fantastic, and I'm so sorry to hear about your friend.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it was it was it was very unfortunate. You know, it, it, it's not a day goes past we we don't think about him, and uh, you know, it really drives us to ensure that it doesn't happen again. They're all completely preventable. Absolutely.
1: These incidents, yeah. And that's and that's it's such a strong motivator because you see these things happen. You've personal experience with them, and you think to yourself, "This could have been avoided," and this is a fantastic step in that direction with what you're doing here. Um, you know what? What are you striving for in the future for for Safe What are some of the things that you would like to see happening in the next three years?
0: Sure. So we're. We're really excited about the next year and a half's growth, particularly as we work um, with our insurance partners to grow the distribution channels uh, of the Safeside platform. That really allows us to not only deploy the platform and improve you know the safety uh, performance in these environments, but it also allows us to capture more data and train our risk scoring models to be uh, you know with a machine learning process that will more accurately determine where and when you know an incident is going to occur. And allows us to step in through our safety coaching and present mitigating strategies to uh, remove that risk or reduce the risk profile and prevent an incident from occurring. So that that is an education process of our algorithms uh, over time, and we are just getting better and better at it. Uh, but along with not you know capturing and uh, digesting the data we collect, we're also launching pilots with IoT and wearable partners that we believe can provide critical insights to risk profile in specific environments. Uh, and you know, with our insurance business model, we'll be able to subsidize the cost and deployment of these devices so that uh, they can be um, the, the ROI um, is realized at the insurance level rather than the customer having to front the costs for these uh, expensive devices and their deployment. And so there's obviously a lot of workflow around integrating not just that 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 process, but also, you know, the data, how that flows and how it's interpreted and how that can flow on to direct insurance savings. Solidifying uh, that, you know, that process is, you know, what is on our immediate horizon. And uh, I guess the thing that excites us most about that is that we can, with with, with those pieces of the puzzle put together, we really have a chance to uh, drive down incident frequency more than that 50% seven. Fifty-seven percent, which you know, as I mentioned, is really the mission of the company.
1: No, absolutely, and I love how you mention uh, you know learning and knowledge, and the more people know about this and realize how you can prevent it, and and they can understand that there is a solution out there. Just education is a huge
0: factor. Um, yeah, go ahead. yeah, I was just going to say we, you know, our, our tagline is smart safety made easy, and. As I said, safety is often seen as a necessary evil, but we provide, a, we provide a very cheap, cost-effective solution that doesn't take time to actually engage in safety. It takes less than five minutes a day if, if you do it um, correctly, and that gets everyone on your team compliant and gets them thinking about safety. It's so easy to do. Um, a lot of companies just don't realise um, that the, the friction to adopt these and, and deploy these systems has really been reduced with systems like SafeSite.
1: It's so sad that you have to say, you know, it's a necessary evil, and you even have to prove to people that they should spend money on this. It should be a no-brainer because it is people's people's lives. Even if they're not, you know, losing their life, it, they could have a debilitating injury or whatnot. So companies just need to get on board. <laughs> um, yes, yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, where can people, you know, learn more about this? Uh, perhaps see a demo or be able to experience, uh, you know, the product for themselves.
0: Yeah, the best place to get some more information is Um And you can read a bit more about our product and our offering there. Uh, and you can, you know, with our little widget down the bottom right, we'll have one of our safety success champs respond to you if you would like a demo of the system. We often run pilots to make sure that there's a good fit uh, both ways with the deployments of the, of the platform. Um, and we've got really, uh, you know, friendly sales uh, and product specialists that can help you figure out uh, you know, what type of deployment you want and what that partnership can look like with SafeSite.
1: Absolutely. And the, the website is safesitehq.com, correct? That's correct. Wonderful. Peter, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here today on Future Tech Podcast and, and really share your, your heart-touching story and, and bringing a light to this industry and, and the problems that you're facing.
0: Thanks, Juliet. Happy to be here.
1: That is Peter Grant. He's the CEO and founder at SafeSite Solutions. At safesighthq.com. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been Juliette Lamar with Future Tech Podcast.
0: You have been listening to Almost Here, around the corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast post to review and discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.